Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self Care Club, the epilogue show. Hi, and welcome to Friday's epilogue show, where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of the High Five Habit. How do you feel about a high five, like in general? Do you high five people? I don't feel like you do. I do. Do you? I high five people in the gym. Oh, in the gym. That's a very gym thing to do. (laughs) How would you know? Well, I could just kind of see you doing it. So why all the scepticism to go into this? Because it is one thing. Oh, high fiving someone else. It's another thing for me to celebrate myself. Are you still doing it? Yeah. Okay. Would they, would they, <laughs> firstly, okay, let's just step back a few seconds because did anyone notice that shaming snigger in my partner's laugh? Day two, I. How did you feel? Like a twat. Okay. <laughs> so did I. So did I because I'm like, I'm sat here with COVID. Do I need to high five myself? Well, apparently I do. I'll tell you what worked for me. Yep. It doesn't cost anything mm-hmm. and it doesn't take up any time. No, it doesn't. So those two things for me are absolutely genius. And they're accessible to everybody. They're accessible to everybody and they're accessible to you any time of the day. Mm-hmm. But first... Review of the week. This is from VJE04. What did they have to say? They said, this is one of the best podcasts I listen to. Woohoo! I've recommended it to all of my friends and it's a must in your podcast library. It really is a must. It's a must. (laughs) It's a must. I've nodded along, laughed and cried while listening to Nicole and Lauren as they bring their honesty and truth to the show. It feels like you're chatting with your best friends and I always feel happier and more positive by the time I finish listening. Heart emoji and their merch. Stars in their eyes emoji, thumbs up emoji, heart emoji. Nice. Oh, isn't that sweet? That's lovely. When we first started the show, we really wanted the whole energy of the show to be like you were listening to, to two of your best friends chatting, yes. didn't we? That was yes. really important to us. And a few people have written that in their reviews, so I'm it really happy. It seems to have worked. It, it does, it yeah. does, but that was very intentional. Um, I have one. Yeah, We've had another one. Yeah. And the title is, I love it. Yeah. Really love this pod. So enjoyable to listen to. The email address doesn't work though. It just says undeliverable. So I couldn't contact them with a sad face. And that is from Era IC74. I don't know how to pronounce right. it. Right. I saw this message and I thought, oh no, IT issues. So I immediately sent a test email. <laughs> Hold on. If you yeah. thought, oh no, IT issues, yeah. you should have just 
backed the fuck away. Well, I should. But <laughs> what I did me. was I immediately sent a test email to our email address and it works perfectly well. But so, you didn't need to do that because we've been getting emails all day. Well, I just wanted to check. So can I just tell you again the email address that perhaps maybe you got wrong and that's maybe why it bounced back. It is hello at the selfcareclub.co.uk and if you want to email us there we will receive it and we will respond we totes will so please 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 try again or come and find us on instagram at selfcareclubpod because we're always getting dms there and we do always respond well lauren doesn't i do i do sometimes she does sometimes if it's about merch she does Yeah, I'm the merch bitch. You are the merch bitch and I'm everything else bitch. <laughs> anyway, how are you feeling since we did the high five habit? I mean, I I have to be very blunt. It is not going to be coming into my little toolkit of self-care Why? habits. Why? It's just not doing it for me. What is in your toolkit of self-care habits? Um, <laughs> uh, Quick. Some, some things. Five, four, <laughs> three, Walking, tree two. hugging, walking. <laughs> you... Wh- you are a liar. When did you last hug a tree? <laughs> I actually thought about it the other day. I saw such an amazing one. It was a massive, massive oak that it would take about 10, 15 seconds to walk around. It was oh. so large. And I thought about giving it a hug. Giving it a hug, but I didn't. I did do a tree hugging situation. You did? Yeah, a few weeks ago. It was in Christmas. We went for a walk yeah. with our brother and my brother and sister and all. They were yeah. asking about the show. Yeah. And then my nephew said, didn't you do a show on tree hugging? And he thought it was the most hilarious thing yeah. he's ever heard. And I said, I did. And I started telling him about the science behind it. And he just looked at me like I was mad. He goes, there's a tree. Go hug it. I went, okay. So you did. And so all the kids were like hysterical. That's so embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. I'm like, actually, it's pretty amazing. But also half the fun is embarrassing kids now. I'm I'm so down with embarrassing my children. Which actually brings me on to, not that you have asked, how I'm getting on with the high five habit. We haven't got there yet. (laughs) We haven't got there yet. We we slightly diverted, didn't we? Well, we wanted to know what was in your self-care toolkit. I'm not telling you. Is there anything in it? It's a secret. Is there? (laughs) Not a secret. It's not a secret. It's just empty. (laughs) How are you getting on with the high five habit, Nicole? <laughs> well, I spoke to my daughter about this last night. Yeah. And she was like, what have you been doing on the show? What are the last few practices you've been doing? And I told her about the high five habit. And she said, what's that? And I said, you literally look yourself in the mirror mm. and you high five yourself. Yeah. And she was like, you are so sad. I said, no, no, it, I'm not sad. It's actually a thing. She goes, that is not a thing. That is so embarrassing. Oh my God. I'm like, but what are you embarrassed about? Mm. Like... Who are you embarrassed about in front of? It's only mm. you. She goes, what? You want me, this is my 11-year-old, mm. you want me to high-five myself and like celebrate myself in the mirror. Mm. And to even to her, mm. it was such a foreign concept. Wow. Whereas my son, yeah. who has none of the trappings of being female, said to me the other day, Mommy, I think that I want to be a model. He went, the thing is, I've got um, beautiful teeth and I'm really handsome. <laughs> I love him. And I brush them two minutes every morning and every evening. They're really white. So can you sign me up? Can you sign me up? I I am so obsessed with that child. I mean, that is just genius. I was like, um, modest much? (laughs) Yeah, but you see how uncomfortable you are with that and how foreign it is to you for him to sit there and acknowledge something that is true. He does have white teeth and he is very handsome. He is. I mean, I just found it quite extraordinary that this was his desire, age nine, to be a model. But apparently it is. But he can see where his strengths are at this stage of his life. I think it's absolutely brilliant. 
Lego and football. Those are the strengths. Play to them. And and looks. <laughs> and being very handsome. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, I think, mm. I think mm. it is coming in my self-care toolbox. Okay. I wanted to get back to you on the name of my coach in the mirror. You know, you kept saying, what's her name? Her name's Patricia. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> no, it's more like Felicia. Have yeah, you I, actually gone away to think about this? I actually went away like, to think about it. People listening to this would think that you have nothing, nothing to else do. to do. While I'm sitting on the sofa eating bonbons and reading Vogue, I thought about <laughs> Self-care. it. Self-care. I thought, I thought about it whilst doing the other million things. And I decided that her name is either Helga or Bridget with an I. Oh, they're Scandinavian. Brigitte. They are definitely maybe Austrian, I'd say. Somewhere. Why? Because it's because they're motivating. You know, a bit like an Austria as a whole is motivating. She's like an ice skating coach. <laughs> that kind of thing. She's like an East somewhere in Europe ice skating coach. She's <laughs> so living within you. Yeah. The person that inspires you most yeah. is an Australian, Austrian, Austrian, Austrian sorry, ice skating, ice skating coach. coach called Helga or Brigitte. Bridget. Brigitte. Is she blonde? I imagine. Damn, icy she's blonde. Ice blonde. Ice blonde. Ice blonde. Ice blonde. And she takes no shit, does she? She takes zero shit. Yeah. She wears a leotard with a belt. <laughs> Why? Why would she have a belt? Because that's her look. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and is she, I feel like she's emotionless. She has some emotions, but they're buried very deep under the motivating. What happened? Stuff. Was she traumatised as a child? <laughs> I haven't gone that far. <laughs> I need do a backstory. Do you want me to bring that to next week's show? I need a backstory. She's inspired by my 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 friend's mother, who was, well, still is, called Vicky Wolf, And she wrote a book in 1984, and I shit you not, the title was Shape Up for Sex with Vicky Wolf." Now imagine if your mum wrote that book. She lived her childhood with have her you met mum. My, have you met my mum? <laughs> <Your mom. laughs> of all the people that is less likely to write that book, it is my mother. <laughs> imagine if your mum... <laughs> imagine if your mum wrote that book. But hold on. Shape up for sex. Shape up for sex. That's with such, Vicky Wolf. Such an 80s book. 84, 1984. And I think she used to do the like... Um, I bet it wasn't aimed at bloody men. They weren't told to shape up the sex, were they? Because they could just arrive however they fucking wanted to. Take, but the woman had to be small. Take and your pants. The men just had to take their socks off. Or not. Well, they didn't even have to do that. Who are we talking about who kept their socks on? Oh, who? I'll tell you who. Oh, Ben in the ben mirror. In the Vaha mirror. He wasn't having sex. He was just doing a stretch. No, but then we started talking about, I bet he keeps his socks on during I, sex. I think and he does And then you said actually. that you were going to contact him. I'm not asking via... him to ask him if he keeps his socks on during sex. This is a boy in his 20s. I think it is really inappropriate. He's very professional. He is. He's a great he trainer. Does. Look what we've done. Look what we've done. We've just we're objectified him. And exploiting it's Ben. It's right. not right. It's not anyway, right. anyway, how have we gone on this tangent? <laughs> high-fiving. Oh yeah, high-fiving. Okay. Should so, we get on to what the listeners please, had to say? Because we're talking total rubbish. Please. Okay. So I asked on Instagram, yeah. would you ever high five yourself? Yeah. And the answers were, the options were, yeah, why not? Or no, it's silly. Mm-hmm. We had so many responses Did to we? this. Yeah. Over 150 people responded to this with comments it. and the polls. I mean, people were really into it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, why not? Mm. was 61%. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was pleased. That's solid. No, it's silly, 39%. Mm. But there was a lot of people that said, no, it's silly. It is a bit silly. 
But that's why you got to do it for the five days. But harmless. And cheap. Yeah, I mean, they're free. Even better than cheap. It costs nothing. Free. It costs nothing. No. But it does actually make you feel better. So, I, if, and then I asked them, yeah. if we told you that high-fiving yourself in the mirror is a huge part of self-care, what would you say? Mm-hmm. Nicole said, I'm intrigued, but I'm not convinced. Mm-hmm. Catherine said, I have tried this and it really works. Ooh. Yes, Catherine. Caroline said, I heard about it. It sounds so silly, but actually makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Heather, I would agree with you because you said it helped but when you did the I Heart Me book. Oh, yeah. Oh, with David, David Hamilton, Hamilton, we did yeah. it as well, yeah. didn't we? Oh, my God, she's got a good memory. That was She has. That's got to be about a year ago we did that show. Mega fan. It was a year ago because it was the self-love show. It was. It and was. that was in February. Yeah. Nice. Oh, David, what a great bloke. We should get him back on. It was so lovely. We should get him back on because we're doing, well, we're in the midst of self-love, self-love month. Yeah. We've got to get him on. We'll, we'll contact him later. Okay. K underscore Patter says, love it. Stodging recently and I'm so surprised it's having such a positive impact. Good for you. 36 Aquamarine says, sounds too easy. Oh. Ooh. Interesting. Now, what I want to ask is what's wrong with easy? I don't think anything's wrong with easy. I love easy. Do you? I used to have a real thing about easy. Well, I don't believe there is such a thing as a free lunch. I think, but I think we live in a society that tells us that we have to work hard and we have to do more and we have to be more. And, yes. you know, there's always like, it has to be difficult and yeah. a hard slog. And, and suddenly, if something's easy, no, no. What's the catch? Yeah. Or it won't work. Mm. Lauren J. Brace says, My mirror would fall off the wall and seven years of bad luck is not good self care. Yeah. What do you mean? What? What are you talking She's about? worried that she'll slap the mirror, it will crash and break, and then she'll have seven years bad luck. And that is the very opposite of self-care. Oh, I so didn't read it like that. Yeah, because it's a superstition I what, thing, isn't I it? I see what you mean. But do you really believe that? I don't know her mirror situation, so I wouldn't like to know. <laughs> it mean. could be precariously <laughs> hanging off one nail. Do you know what I mean? Swinging. <laughs> it might not be tiled into the bathroom wall. Lauren, not yeah. Mishkon J. Brace. I'm yeah. talking to you now. Mm. You can stop talking. Oh, okay. Not me, another one. <laughs> I didn't touch the mirror, did I? Oh, no, you didn't. You did, I didn't. Yeah. So, Lauren, try it. Please try it. Don't have to touch the mirror, so therefore it won't wobble off. Okay. Okay. That's an easy fix. That's pretty much what the listeners had to say. Okay. So I think they're curious. Mm. Come on, listeners. Come on. Well, we've got Challenge of the Week coming oh, okay. up. Okay. What what else has been going on in the world of the self-care club? We had an email in on the email address that does work. Oh, yes. From Helen Rodriguez. She says, hello, I've been making self-care a priority now for the last year and I've been listening to your podcast for inspiration. I have been able to implement many of the techniques and subtle changes to my daily life. Oh, that's so great, Helen. These small bricks are building my self-care up nicely and I just wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Thrice, she thanked us. I will continue (laughs) listening to what works, what doesn't work, and laugh alongside you both. Keep it up. You are making a difference. Sincerely, Helen Rodriguez. Oh, that's so gorgeous. Helen, I just want to say that I know it's just you writing us a little email, but it really does make us feel great to receive the emails because we feel like all this hard work and effort that we put into our podcast really does mean something and help somebody. And even if it only helps you, I still feel like it's worthwhile. I completely second that. So it's just lovely to hear it. It really is. So please keep those messages coming in because we, we do love hearing we from We value them. Should we do the email address again? Yeah. <laughs> Hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk or come find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. Yeah. 
self-care club challenge of the week. It's very, very, very simple, listeners. Come on. You're going to high-five yourselves for five days straight. And why are you going to do it for five days? Because you're going to hate it for the first two or three days. And it's going to take five days to get into the swing of it. So that's it. That's all you've got to do. How long is it going to take you guys? Put on your makeup or brush your hair or brush your teeth and high-five yourself in the mirror. It's like a second out of your day. You're talking to them as if they're stood there arguing with you. <laughs> Maybe they are. Maybe I'm arguing with myself. <laughs> you think. Or Helga or Brigitte. I wouldn't argue with them. I would not argue with them. No. So, as always, please, please, please come and tell us how you're getting on with Challenge of the Week. Or you could even, if you're that clever, take a photo of yourself, high-fiving yourself in the mirror, and then tag, tag us. us. Oh, jinx. Yeah. But do it. Tag us, and then... We might even send you a free water bottle. <gasps> Limited edition, self-care club, water bottle. Yeah, it's a new song. Because we don't have any sweatshirts left, just nope. water bottles now. Yep. And we're not ever doing it again. Stop saying that. We we're might not. one day. Well, it's... <laughs> we're not. We might do a lovely candle next Christmas. We might. Ooh. So that's our week in full for the high five habit. Thank you again for always being here and part of the conversation. We are going to take a short break and we're going to be back here for our wellness newsflash. This episode is sponsored by Horizon Studios. If you're travelling this year and looking for high quality, sustainable and beautifully designed luggage, then look no further than Horizon Studios, who've launched two new ranges. The RE series, the world's most sustainable 97% recycled luggage, and now the revolutionary Air series, the world's lightest high-end suitcase. If you have airport anxiety, worrying about the weight of your case when it goes on those scales, then the Air Series is for you and it is definitely for me. The Air Series pushes the boundaries of travel. Each detail is designed and engineered to combine an ultralight and durable product. It's significantly lighter than regular suitcases. Thank goodness, Lauren, that is brilliant. And it comes with a lifetime warranty because the most sustainable suitcase is the one that you only buy once. We used the cases to go to Paris and Wales last year, and as chronic overpackers, we could still wheel them around with ease. We could. Ultra light and compact, the Air Series is made from a premium polycarbonate hard shell with reduced thickness and a recycled lining. It's 100% vegan and produced in a way that is 99% waste-free, blending design and function seamlessly. So, Nicole, you can pack those extra five pairs of shoes with no stress. The entire range is available on the Horizon Studios website and in all leading department stores. Just go to www.horizon-studios.com. Horizon Studios. Let's go further. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Wellness News Flash. The fertility spotlight is shifting to men. Oh, finally. Hmm. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Agree. It's high time we talk more about male fertility. Yes, yes, yes. Let's talk about it. 
While we certainly cannot speak for everyone's experience, traditionally with heterosexual couples, the fertility focus has fallen on the female half of the equation. All things children, making them, growing them, nurturing them, are still considered the domain of women primarily. Yes. Even now. And even in... And lockdown, that puts back about 20 years. It really did. Even in countries that are thought to be progressive, says scientist and fertility specialist Cleopatra Campervine, PhD. Why do these specialists always have the best names? What a name. Cleopatra Campervine. Doesn't she sound totally beautiful? She sounds stunning. Should we Google her? I really want to. (laughs) Okay. You carry on As a result, women often lead the fertility journey, says fertility specialist Dan Nyatt, medical director at the Fertility Partners and chief medical advisor at Bird and Bee. This can be seen in many ways, such as the ones initiating the referrals to the clinic, deciding which physician would be the best fit and staying organised in terms of setting up all the investigations and the follow-ups. He says this is due to both biological and complex social reasons. Unfortunately... Men are sometimes viewed as less compliant or less motivated to attend information sessions, complete the testing or maintain the lifestyle changes. And this can prove to be problematic for a number of reasons, not least of which is there's a lot of data indicating that sperm count and quality are declining in our modern age, as environmental and reproductive epidemiologist Shanna Swan, PhD, found in her own research. She was shocked to discover that in her analysis of 42,935 men from 1973 to 2011, the total sperm count in Western countries has dropped by 59%. Jesus. That's some bad sperm. And that's about lifestyle choices, right? Some of it is, yeah. Stress. So 14,947 men across 61 studies, it suggests that this decline was happening as early as the 1930s. While average sperm counts currently remain within a healthy range, it's important to understand this dip and ensure that the rate of decline does not continue. And this is why it's crucial to turn the spotlight on male fertility. Challenges are equally likely to originate in the male as they are to originate in the female. Yes, but why isn't this discussed more? Uh, The patriarchy? (laughs) Hello. (laughs) So, both members of any heterosexual couple who are experiencing fertility challenges automatically need to be taken into account. It doesn't actually make sense to start by looking just at the women. Yet that is usually exactly what happens. And I have to say, in my experience... I was just about to ask you. Oh, my Lord. Yes. In my experience, and and also in my uh, just knowing people IRL who have had trouble conceiving, the women have gone through blood tests, invasive tests, all sorts of painful, horrible shit before anyone's even said to the partner, hey, I know, why don't we just test your sperm, which is painless and easy. That should be done first and ruled out before they even look at the women. End of. But but why isn't it? (sighs) We can't just put it down to the patient. It it, it is why, because it's always assumed that it's the woman's problem. And actually, quite a lot of the time, it is not. No, because women are probably a little bit more, may I'm going to say, such a sweeping generalisation here. I mean, if I look at me and my husband, I'm definitely more health conscious. I'm more sort of into feeding my body in a better way than my husband is. And that also mainly comes because you want to be smaller or you want to keep your weight down and all of those. And it's not as important for yep. men. So there's all of that going on yep. anyway, isn't there? So 
My body is probably healthier than my husband's, as I'm sure probably. is yours. No, Maybe. Well, yeah. not with you, Nolly. Not with me and Ollie. He's definitely <laughs> healthier than me. And his sperm's great because look at the kids. They're fabulous. <laughs> Healthy, it works. It's all fine. <laughs> well, and also because look how handsome Josh is. I know. I mean, he's basically a model. He's going to win and America's a... Next Top Model. <laughs> Age nine. <laughs> anyway, the good news is within the last year, a number of companies have created at-home test offerings, uh, making this stuff sort of a bit more accessible. Accessible, and these new services eliminate the need to provide an on-site sample in a doctor's office or clinic, a process which can be intimidating and discourage men from seeking this important information. You know what fucks me off about that comment? Yeah. Is that men mm. have the choice mm. to not go, mm. whereas a woman mm. doesn't have that choice. No. Because if you want to have a family, the woman has to go because mm. the woman is the incubator. Mm. Mm. It's like I always say to Adam, you can choose whether or not you are picking the kids up or mm. whether or not you are emptying the mm. dishwasher. It's always a choice for you. It's mm. never a choice for me because yep. it's always assumed I'm doing it first. Yes. So I can't believe well, it spills into this as well. They say a major part of the issue is a lack of awareness and education around male fertility and men are very reluctant to address their sperm and reproductive function. Most men... Oh, boo, bloody who. Boo-hoo to you. Fucking get over it. Most men just assume Sorry, um, James. that everything is good. Unless they've tried to get a woman pregnant and failed. Have you ever seen The Handmaid's Tale? I'm absolutely obsessed with The Handmaid's Tale. So you know how I've only watched the first two seasons mm. and I'm going back years. It's wonderful. It's not wonderful. I mean, it's, it's, dark it's harrowing shit and, and it's, dark and ama- it's amazing television. It's incredible. It is, but it's yeah. something that stays with you forever. Forever. And you can never, no. ever not, no. you can never unsee it. No. But even in that, yeah. and we're going, that's a story that was written in the 1980s. Yeah. It was automatically assumed that it was the woman that was infertile and not the man. Well, because there had been some sort of, it's not specified, some sort of nuclear problem. And basically most of the women were infertile. Yeah, but so were the men. But so were the men. But they didn't, the but they didn't highlight that and they didn't no. shine a light on that at no, all. That was they all, didn't. it they was didn't. all a secret. Yeah. And that's exactly what's going on here. Yeah. But they're saying, um, fertility is trending in the right direction, but we're only at the beginning of changing the male narrative and making the conversation more inclusive as a whole. Men still feel that their fertility struggles will be publicly judged as a marker of their masculinity, their sexual prowess, and their physical autonomy. Well, how do they think women feel? The ongoing efforts of public campaigns to educate the masses of public figures sharing their struggles and safe forums for men to share and be supported will continue to make male fertility challenges less isolating. I'm sorry. Am I being a really horrible person here that I don't have any sympathy for the men in this? Because women have been struggling with this for so many years and all all of that, how they feel about their body, if their body's letting them down and not allowing them to carry a baby or not allowing them to fall pregnant. You know, there's all of that going on. That's okay. We're allowed, We, you know, that's all right for us to struggle and suffer. But what's not okay is for us to shine a light on that it might be something to do with the man's sperm. I just feel like if I was the fertility doctor and a couple, a heterosexual couple came into my office and said, we have been trying to have a baby for a year and a half and nothing's happening. You'd test I would, people. I, would, I wouldn't. I would say, okay, dude, go and jizz in a jar. Let's check if the, your sperm is functioning and working. And when we know what's happening with you and when we've ruled oh, you'd start out... with the man. Obviously, because it's non-invasive. Oh, I see. I'd say, let's rule you out first. Let's do a simple... Sperm count test. Here's a jar. Off you pop. Let's get that tested. And when and if we know what's going on with you, only then will we start looking at your partner. There must be a reason, a medical reason, why they go to the woman first. Then, um, I honestly don't think there is. This is a because very... it makes no sense. 
It makes no sense to put women through what they, but they have are. to go through. But they are. What they're saying can... is they're only starting to change the narrative around Well, thank this. God it is changing. <laughs> but it should have changed. All fertility doctors surely should start with the man, whether or not that uh, hurts his fragile ego or not. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. There has to be a reason why. But it is also a bit odd because it's... Do you not know any fertility doctors? I want I want to know the answer um, to this. Do I know any? I probably have access to many. Okay. Well, could you many. could you find out the answer to this perturbing question? What's your specific question? And I'll get it answered. Oh, okay. Why aren't men tested, tested first? first? Hashtag the patriarchy. <laughs> anyway... What are you doing for your self-care this week? Now you've not got COVID. I've not got COVID. And you're back in the real world. I went, I went to the gym. Woohoo! I went to my main source of self-care. You did. I went to the gym and I went so full throttle, yeah. I couldn't get down the bloody stairs the next day. <laughs> that was a bit silly. Yeah, but I didn't think, I just, I just didn't. I just, I just was so happy to be there. And I, I walk in and everyone's like, oh my God, how are you how feeling? Are you? We thought you were dead. And I was <laughs> here for five days. Everyone was so happy to see me and I was so happy to see everybody. And then I've kind of done my back in. Oh. But the good news is I'm having a sports massage this afternoon on my neck. Nice. Yeah. Well, but I can't really move my neck. I've never had a sports massage. You won't be surprised to hear. No. I don't do any sports. Funnily enough, I only had one the other week and he was amazing. I bet. I hear sports massages are really great. Maybe yeah. I could just pretend that I do sport. I could just go in and go, yeah, I've been playing a lot of tennis. Probably help you with your back. My back's all right. Were you saying you you crept out of bed the other day I like creep a geriatric? Out of bed every day like well, a geriatric. So you probably could do with a sports massage. But then my mum came in the last time I had it. I've only had it once. Mm. She came in in the middle of the day, yeah. and I was lying there having a massage. Yeah, and she oh he comes to the house. He comes to the house. He's like an angel. Does he wear his socks? I hope so. <laughs> because if he came in and took his shoes and socks off, do you remember that woman oh, that came please, to my house? Please. Do you remember? Yes, I do remember. I'm not going to say who it was. No. The practitioner that was doing that, a that, treatment for that us. we did not use the podcast. No, we, did, we did in the end. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. She came in and she took her shoes and socks off. She, I think she was grounding herself for the practice. <laughs> Put her feet up on my buffet. I think that started was eating, eating skips. Eating skips. <laughs> The skip. I just thought, I just, this woman's got to go. You were not happy. I, I really didn't like her. Mm. It was the skips. I don't know what it was skips. about the skips. It was the skips. I haven't seen I a packet of because skips. We all like... stopped eating them in junior school, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> and they were great in the late 80s. It was the it was the bare feet on my buffet and the skips. Which would you have preferred, skips or a pepperami? Oh, <laughs> skips. 100% skips. <laughs> Okay, skips or salt and vinegar monster munch. Oh no. no, no, pickled onion monster munch. Pickled onion monster munch are an absolute genius. Adam has that whenever he's hungover. But they stink. Yeah, but they're amazing and Obviously, they get all caught amazing. in your teeth. They are, they are amazing. Anyway, that's what I've been doing for my self-care. Okay. You? I have been given an advanced copy of what is going to be the diet wellness book of the year and I'm literally obsessed. I'm really surprised you're obsessed with I'm, it. I'm obsessed Because with it. you are so against diets. I am, but it's not really about a diet. It's about choices. Mm. Choices. It's called The Full Diet. It's not out yet. It's not out until Is that why March. you sent me a message this morning saying I didn't have a sweetener in my yes. coffee? Yes. And you took the absolute flying piss. But now I've read the science. <sighs> 
Anyway. You shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to be in relationship with you. Yeah. And wait for you to read the science without... you didn't without, tell me your reasoning. You just said without, I'm not having sweetener without having Without feeling shame. But you didn't tell me your reasoning. You just like stopped... Stopped it. I haven't actually stopped it. Oh, you haven't? <laughs> I haven't stopped it. Well, when you read the book, because I'm going to send you the book, you will also stop having sweetener. I guarantee. I guarantee. Anyway, okay. we're going to have the author on. We are. Later on. In, in, a few, in a few weeks. And so, because of the book, I am thinking, contemplating, good choices. You know, like how you say to little children, I think you made a bad choice there. Go and sit on the step. This book is all about good choices, bad choices. Make good choices. So I might implement some changes. I wouldn't say you make such bad choices about food, though. No, I eat pretty healthy and pretty good. But this is, you know, let's just let's just see. Let's just see how it goes. Okay, that's that's new. It's very new. It's very unsettling. New. Very worrying. Yeah, it really is. What next? You're going to get like all muscly and skinny on me. I think that's unlikely. <laughs> Any TV you're watching? Oh, Any shows? It's so mortifying. What are you watching, Housewives? I am so embedded in Atlanta. Which one? Atlanta. They, you know mm. when you know when you're so engrossed in a season, mm. Mm. you dream the, about them and you think about it in the shower. They're basically my best mates. Yeah, I know it and happens. When I had COVID, yeah. I wasn't the only people I was seeing were my family who were driving me a little bit doolally. So having these girls, yeah. They were there for me. Yeah, That's all I yeah. can say. They're just like, yeah. I mean, one of them's really toxic and she's got to go. But I am so obsessed with them. I love the familiar housewives because I do feel completely at home with them. So I am just beyond excited that Heather has come back to the OC. <laughs> you didn't know. I didn't know. It Even was like the surprise of my life. Everywhere. It was the surprise of it's my been life. been everywhere. Where have you been? I don't know. Do you not follow back. Do you not follow Bravo Housewives on Instagram? No, but I'd better start, obviously. Yeah, because I because then you got annoyed at me. And I'm not I'm not I like, like call yourself my friend. You didn't even tell me that Heather was back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I didn't really think I had to because it's like well, literally everywhere. Now you know you do have to <laughs> share the love. So is that what you've been watching? No, actually. I've been watching Trigger Point on ITV. Oh, Adam talked about that last it's night. Is it good? Great new six-part drama uh, from Jed Mercurio, him from Line of Duty. And, oh, yeah. And The Bodyguard. It's Vicky McClure again because, you know, he loves her, and Adrian Lester, and it's about um, a police bomb disposal is squad. Is it not just all the same stuff? I mean, it is great TV. Yeah, but like, as I said to Ollie, as we sat on the sofa on Sunday night, what is a Sunday night without Jed Mercurio? Like, I don't know who that, a, I don't know who You that do, because you watch Line of Duty. Right, which one he, was he? He's the one what wrote it. Yeah, okay, but I don't know, couldn't pick him out of a lineup. He's not in it, <laughs> he just wrote it. <laughs> Even more reason. His shows are the shows for a Sunday night. Got it. It used to be Downton, but now I like a bit of bombing and police and murder. What's a Sunday night without that? <laughs> Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. <laughs> bit of darkness. Dystopia, you yeah, know. Bit of dystopia on a Sunday. My Sunday night is not complete without it. Anyway. Anyway. Let's talk about what we've got coming up on next week. We have gone off on a real tangent this today. I'm, I, I apologise. what's happening. It Plus must be my new diet. <laughs> Fucking diet. You serious? Oh, I've removed sweetener and it changed my life. They do say she does say it elevates your mood. <laughs> does she? Yeah. She, it can't, it, it can't be that quick. You only did it today. <laughs> yesterday, I did it yesterday as well. Well, you didn't have sweetener yesterday. Nope. So what? To, we should use this as a practice. What don't have sweetener in yeah, your coffee? No sweetener. Well, I'm doing a lot more than that. 
We'll talk about it. We're going to do a whole, we'll have you on the show and we'll talk about it in full. Then everyone can do it. Okay, you'll be bouncing off the walls by then. Oh, I might be. What are we doing next week? We are doing a show. It's called How to Be Your Own Best Friend. Love it. Um, it's basically being kind to yourself. We have done a week on kindness way back. Yeah. It was one of our first shows. Way, way back. On small acts of kindness, but that was for the other person. Yeah. So we wanted to bring a show in part of our self-love mini-series. Yes. How to be kind to you. Well, I'm and looking that, forward to it. that means being your own best mate. Looking forward. Yeah. It's going to be great. It is. Thank you so much for listening, Clubbers. Please email us on hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk or find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. Come be part of the conversation. Come join in with us. We love hearing from you and we will be back next week with our brand new show of how to be your own best friend. Bye-bye.